The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your name. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And uh, yeah, I've been promoting today and tomorrow for you guys who are always asking the question, what do we do? This, These two shows are specifically for you, okay? If you're one of those doers of the word and not here only deceiving yourself, these two shows are for you. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyMedia.com, SonsofLibertyRadio.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com and you want to participate in the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the faces made for radio, scroll down on the right side of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com, click on the platform there, blow it up, put it on your TV, or enlarge it on your phone or your uh, computer or whatever, 
and um, <clears throat> join us on the video portion. You can also click on the icon for the platform we're on. Join us in the chat there. We'd love to have you. Lots of friends in there this morning. Good to see all of you guys in there as well. And yes, obviously the numbers are manipulated <laughs> that we see there before. Uh, Right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. If you missed that, you can catch that again up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And then he'll go live on sonsoflibertymedia.com. We're also live on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, uh, Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So if you do a search there, change it from videos to channels, and do Sons of Liberty Radio Live, be sure to subscribe to the channel. We're live over there as well. And dlive.tv. At the Sons of Liberty, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. We're also on Roku under Cutting Edge TV as well. Right above where the live streams are on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can subscribe to our newsletter. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You get one email from us a day. That's it, and uh, that includes the morning show archive, all the goodies we're going to talk about today, all the links, the books. All that stuff will be in there. So if you're saying, hey, where can I find out all of this stuff? Then that's where you're going to find it, okay? It'll be all in one neat little package so you can go back and you can um, address that as you need to do. And finally, if you agree with our message, we never ask you for money, but we tell you we do have needs. If you agree with our message and you would like to help support that message on the radio, on the Internet, and also out among the people in the 50 states as we go out and teach our Christian constitutional heritage, there's a donate button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Please click on that, make a one-time donation. Uh, and then also, if you would like to partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty, that link is also at the top of the page. And of course, our store is there. This week, we're highlighting the Junkyard Profit t-shirts. They're normally $20, but this week only through Saturday at midnight, you can get them for 10 bucks. Okay, So when you check out in the store, you've got these in your cart. Use the promo code JYP, Junkyard Profit. Just remember that, JYP, 20, or excuse me, JYP50, all one word, and you'll get uh, 50% off those t-shirts through midnight on Saturday, okay? All right, now, I'm not going to bring up anything as far as news items and, and this, that, and the other because we've got a lot of information to cover, and we're going to be doing this over two days, and there's there's two parts to this. The thing that we're going to talk about today is is basically the first step beyond educating yourself. Okay, We're going to have some items in the archive that will help you in educating yourself on this particular issue and others that, that surround it, like the one we're going to speak about tomorrow. But this one is on the grand jury, and here to help me talk about that is the founder and CEO of Tactical Civics, David Zuniga, I got it right that time, <laughs> and also Matt Maida, he's co-founder there. Welcome, gentlemen. Good to have you this morning. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, good to have you guys. And, they're all, and for people who don't know, we're going to be showing pictures because they're not on video. They're just here on the, um, on the, on the call. And so, David, let me, let me start with you. Uh, you and I have known each other for, gosh, we're going on about a decade now, pretty close to it. And you started out as America again. You had this vision to restore the republic, and you wanted to do it lawfully, and you wanted people to be able to do it in their own counties. You wanted to be as um, a, a husband and t a wife team in our chat are in their state of Michigan. You wanted to be a vocal local. You wanted to, to do something there that would establish righteousness and peace within the gates. And so you sought out to set up a series of things where people could educate themselves 
And by educating themselves, they can get, then go and do it in their own county. And since that time you've grown, so you want to give people a little, take a few minutes, give people a little background to that so that we come up to where we are today so they understand kind of, um, I guess, the path that you've been on for some time now? Yeah, as a matter of fact, thank you, Tim. Uh, it's very good to be here. Always good to be here with you uh, since <laughs> uh, Freedom Outpost and the uh, uh, setting brush fires and everything else. We've, we have been friends for about a decade and you've been a very staunch, uh, supporter of our work. America again, trust is a, uh, it's a trust and its action mission is called tactical civics. So it, it's not just a trade name. It's, it's an actual mission. It's a new way of life that we've set up. We've got almost 10 books. We've got hundreds and hundreds of podcasts, uh, educational podcast and we have a a sunday night call that we do a national call that anybody can call in and uh so if your listeners have heard us on on past shows with you uh they know that god's law in our u.s constitution our highest human law is often or always the subject i mean that's yes. what we talk about so along with the the people's enforcement institutions which you've had us talk about before myself and and uh, uh john lazoric uh, which is the grand jury and the militia. Those are the two law enforcement, inf- those are the two tasks that we give ourselves, the only two things that we require of ourselves out of the entire U.S. Constitution. The rest of it is a law of uh, requirements and limitations on our servants, on the government. So, um, well, John Lazoric was on, I think, last. Uh, this time, Matt is with me. Uh, and he's going to be taking over tomorrow. So I'm going to be li- t- today. I'll be talking and Matt will be mostly listening tomorrow. I'll be listening and Matt will be carrying it on from there. So. Um, what well, did we lose you? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I muted myself. Sorry. Okay. Uh, That's okay. If folks want an over if folks want an overview of our full spectrum mission. There is nothing like tactical civics in the United States yet. Uh, nothing else like us. You can go to tacticalcivics.com slash video and watch an 11 minute introductory video. And uh, Tim's going to have this on uh, the show notes the next couple of days. So uh, that video will, will show you, will give you the entire um, project spectrum and it is a full spectrum long term it's all legal it's all it's all lawful it's all uh, constitutional so and we we do have it on rumble but the video we we first show you is on youtube until they kick us off we're going to just keep the one the main one up on youtube but we have a backup on rumble so um again tactical civics all one word dot com slash video okay i would say uh I'm sorry. That's Tim, okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. I thought you. I thought you were finished with the introduction. That's a, go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to set it up here. Uh, people are are, and I know you talk about this every day, brother. But I'll, you know, tens of millions of us. Um, we were shocked. We were stunned. Whatever. Back at night with the 9/11 operation. That's what woke me up. And uh, then, then by by all the you know the big wars for oil after that. That really 9/11 set up. And then by the incredible series of attacks uh, on Trump since before Trump ran for the presidency, all the way through his presidency, and and uh, especially, of course, after he won, 
we saw Russiagate and Champeachment, and then they sent out the <laughs> they sent out the the orcs with nose rings, uh, BLM and Antifa out into the streets of the big cities. Uh, then they pulled the trigger on their pandemic, and you've talked about that a lot. And uh, to to make sure they did all of that, so they could set up a mostly vote by mail election that they could defraud the American people, which they did. And uh, it's probably not the, the first time they did it. It's the first time we caught them at it because it, they were so blatant about it and they st- openly stole an election. And all of this, there's tens of millions of us and you're freaking out. We're not. We're part of the solution that has been working on this for almost 13 years now. We've been building this six, six, over 66,000 hour, man hours of time in research and development so far on tactical civics. So, and before that, it was just America again. Um, one thing, and I know you know this, Tim, and I know you and I have always been on the same side, and it's a very unpopular side to be on, but Trump, Trump ran that pandemic show. He was the court jester. He, he, was, he put the sociopath monster, Fauci, uh, out there on camera every day. He made him famous. Um, he brought in all of Big Pharma. People watched that. I mean, when you saw Trump bring out big, you know, trot out all these big pharma guys and suck up to them, what did you think, Americans? I mean, come on. Then he pushed this vaccine with his operation, whatever he called it. I forget, you know, snap counter, whatever he called it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. there you go, warp speed. And uh, pushing a toxic non-vaccine on tens of millions of gullible sheep. You know, to take the jab. I mean, come on, folks. Trump. Well, anyway, I don't want to get off on Trump. I just want to say that you cannot, we cannot ever um, depend on or look at or consider presidents to be saviors. We just can't. Presidents are not the answer to America's problems. When problems arise, the U.S. Constitution is is equal to the task if we will execute that law and if we will uh, enforce it. So that's what our mission is, to enforce for the first time in history and for the rest of history to enforce the Constitution. So if you ask how, that's what our website shows you. We have a training center. Matt's going to talk about all that tomorrow, the guts of actually running your county chapter. And so Tim has uh, sort of agreed to be a guinea pig here and uh, a you know a, a national son of liberty voice here saying hey I want to go ahead uh, I'm gonna with despite all I have <laughs> to do already I'm gonna start my own county chapter so Tim praise God I really thank God for you um, I thank you that you have decided despite all the other things you have on the front burner every day. Uh, that you're going to take this additional responsibility and show people as you do it. So uh, we really thank God for you. Yeah, well, I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I'm beyond the age of militia, but I don't mind uh, learning the training and I could probably use the getting in shape bit as well. But I, you know, my um, my son-in-law, we had a long conversation a couple of weeks ago. I told told you guys about it um, on on here on the show and we stayed up all night talking about it. And he's in the county over next to me. And he he said, look, I want to bring children in the world. I just don't want to have all this stuff going on and we not get a handle on how to correct it. 
And so I began to tell him some of the things, you know, that, that we talked about with Tactical Civics. I said, you need to check this out. I'll send you some of the shows I've done with David. He's been listening to those. And um, <clears throat> so I, I told him, I said, today you got to listen. Tomorrow you got to listen and get a handle on what these things are. And then you guys are providing forums uh, via conference call kind of things and and other things where people can ask questions, where you can update them on what's going on and how they can do that. And I think this is what a lot of people have been looking for. They've been saying, because I see it all the time, we give them sort of the the constitutional, here's what you got to do. You got to impeach these guys. You got to uh, execute justice on this. You got to do these kinds of things. And then a lot of people are going, okay, I know to do that, but what are the nuts and bolts? What are the steps that we got to do that, that we can actually participate in that? And so that's why we have you and Matt on. So let's, let's, start, let's start right there. What is a grand jury? How is, that, how is that constitutional? And what are the steps for the people to implement that? Let's take them one at a time. What is a grand jury? What, what is its function in, 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 the, in the county? Okay, the, the grand jury in the, either the, the state court system context or in the federal court system context, they are very different because the federal court system has turned into uh, uh, rules six and seven of the federal rules of criminal procedure have completely since about uh, 1980 have completely eviscerated the grand jury at the federal level. And now they're just a rubber stamp and it's a a real joke and it's sad. Um, At the state level in your county courthouses, which is those are the district, the state district courts meet in the county, you know, in the county building. So that grand jury, when you serve on grand jury, you are serving as part of a 1,024-year-old law enforcement institution of Western civilization. And most people don't get that. They don't understand how old the grand jury is and how powerful it is, how unique it is now, because although it started in England uh, in the year 997 AD under King Ethelred, uh, although it started all those years ago in England, and that's where we got it from. It is now dead in England. It has been killed. And they are trying very hard. The legal profession is trying very hard, has been trying for a century to kill it here in the United States, and they have failed. So the grand jury, here's what the grand jury is. It is the people's, it's the other side of militia. In other words, the the militia is the armed part, and the grand jury is the legal part, is the predicate. It's the part that has to happen first so that you're doing, uh, you know, your, your, uh, your legal due diligence or your legal, uh, uh, oh, whatever you call it. Uh, uh, you're, you're moving ahead with the law first. You're making the case with the law first before you come after somebody and string them up. So you can't, the militia can't do law and the grand jury can't come out in public because all grand jurors are supposed to be uh, uh, anonymous and, and uh, uh, invisible while they're serving, unless they want to get killed. So what we're doing is, let me, let me just back up for one second, Tim, and let me put this into a framework again for those of you listeners who have not heard me before or haven't heard John Lazorik, and you certainly haven't heard Matt Maida because this is his first time on with us. Um, let me tell you the five objectives that, that – well, let me tell you. Uh, tactical civics is a new way of life. I said that a minute ago. 
we recruit and we train and we support and we organize people to execute certain action projects from coast to coast to do five things. The first one is finish ratifying the first right in our Bill of Rights. It's still not fully ratified. It's been ratified by 11 states. It needs 27 more to become law. It was the first one, first right in our Bill of Rights, the only thing George Washington spoke about, stood up to speak about in plenary session in the 1787 convention. Uh, and it is to break the U.S. House back down into small districts as it was designed. It was designed to have no, no more than 30,000 people per district, eventually up to 50,000 people once the House grew to over 200 members. Today, you have over a million people in some districts, an average of 780,000 people. So far larger than, than uh, was ever envisioned by the, by the founding fathers. And so the reason George Washington got up to speak about this is he, he, he felt that it would, uh, the 40,000 people would be too many and that, uh, uh, that uh, corruption would, would uh, rise up, which of course it has. So 31,000 small towns in this country this republic has over 31,000 towns of under 10,000 people. Those towns have been unrepresented in the U.S. Electoral College and in the U.S. House for over 110 years. No voice. 31,000 communities. Come on, how can that be? Well, it is because the districts are so large that there's only, in some cases like Montana and Wyoming, you only have one representative in the U.S. House and only one vote, well, three, because you have, uh, in the, in the uh, Electoral College, you have a vote for every member of Congress, including senators. So those states, uh, and, you know, others like, uh, I don't know, uh, Vermont and other small states, they only have three representatives for the whole state. Well, when you go to Montana, you see what that does. You see, and especially in places like California, where you have 53 seats right now, there should be 700, over 700 seats so that you can break it down into small uh, districts. It is impossible to be represented. So all the small areas of this country, and there are tens of thousands of them, they have no voice in politics. They have no voice in the halls of power. So that's our first point of tactical civics, and it has to get done. And it's a long-term project, but it's the first big one we're doing. The second thing is to bring Congress home. In other words, once we have uh, six, about 6,400 members of the U.S. House, where are we going to put them all? They don't fit in the, in the House chamber. You know, the main House chamber will seat about seven, uh, under 700 people. Where are we going to put 6,400 people? And why do we want 6,400? You know, people get all upset about that until we explain we're not talking about a bigger Congress. We're talking about small districts. It's a very different thing. Think of this. You have to be able to know who the person is who represents you in Congress. If they're representing a million people, they don't know you, they never will. So bringing Congress home after we get them broken down into small districts so they won't fit in Washington anyway, so we can bring them home, that's our second. We have a, our, the first of our 19 reform laws is called the Bring Congress Home Act. So we bring them home, the world's first distributed legislature, under our watchful eye instead of serving all the, uh, the money interests in D.C. The third item 
uh, on our list of things to do is to deploy the indictment engine. We've talked about that, Tim, many times over the years. Uh, it's a mobile app that will stop the legislation. Any piece of legislation that violates the U.S. Constitution will be tagged immediately as soon as it's filed. The, when the draft is filed, we'll see it. It comes up. We tag it. We get all of the co- sponsors and co-sponsors. We tag them, and we go to their grand juries. So that's where the grand jury comes in. We say, all right, you need to target these guys. They're about to break the highest law we have. This is a felony here. Here it is in the state code. And so it harmonizes with the state penal code of every one of those violators. And so that's what the indictment engine does. It stops them from doing what they've been doing for 100 years. The fourth item is we launch a TV uh, series, a tactical civics uh, TV reality TV channel with uh, 288 episodes per year. Six different uh, talents who will be putting up a an episode every week. They're short. They're educational. They show you from six different demographics. Uh, in other words, we'll have different ages, different demographic seg- segments that you'll be able to watch. How do you do this? How do I live out tactical civics? How can I be a responsible uh, part of the responsible remnant? How do I do that? Well, we'll have a TV reality TV show showing you from six different angles and, and, uh, and areas of the country how this is done. And then the fifth and last thing that we're trying to, to get done over the long term is 19 reform laws. We've, we went through, it took us two and a half years to do this part. We went through everything that people bitch and moan about, nag about, uh, worry about, in America, what D.C. organized crime has done to us. And we took all of them. We took the, the very most uh, important ones and systemic ones, and we said, all right, how do we write a reform law to stop this? And the first thing we did is we went and looked for books where uh, people who have done a lot of work on that particular issue had written a book about it. We start looking at all the books on that subject, found the best one, uh, took that, and used it as the framework for writing a piece of legislation. We did that 19 times, took two and a half, almost three years. In other words, you find the problem, and as a bunch of engineers, we we said, all right, now how do we solve the problem? Well, how would we do it if we were sitting in a legislature trying to write a reform law? Oh, well, let's write the reform law. So we did that 19 times, got the whole, to scrape back everything we've lost to D.C. organized crime over the past century, okay, how do we write laws to to fix it? So we've got all of this stuff. It's a lot of stuff, folks. It will, and Matt's going to talk to you. Tomorrow is all about how you do this. Today, it's about what do you do? What is, I, I know, Tim, you wanted to mostly cover just grand jury. I wanted to cover more than that today because, Frankly, you had to see the overview. Uh, we teach you civics, okay? So you spread the good news in your county. You start off by just you're going to be learning. Uh, and we teach and we support you every step. Tomorrow, Matt, will talk about the training center, the Tactical Civics Training Center. It's on full time, 24 hours a day. You can go on there and somebody else is up, you know, at 3 in the morning. And so there's... There's always somebody, uh, including staffers, we're, we're there with you. Uh, any questions that come up, we answer them. Any problems we, you have, we try to solve them right there. If we can't, we say, all right, that's a, that's a, a demo project. We're going to work on that. We'll, we'll get back to you on it. 
we have all different people at all different levels that have started their chapter. They don't know how to do this or, hey, what should I do with that? So everybody's comparing notes and we're developing best practices and all of that. Again, Matt's going to talk about that part tomorrow. I'm the big idea guy. Matt is the, well, Matt is also our IT guy, so he, he does everything. But um, five big ideas that I hope everybody listening to our voice these next, today, these next two days, there's five things that I hope that you, you'll take away and Tim, I hope you and your son-in-law will take this away uh, over the next two days. Um, first, if you don't stand up with a solution in your county, if you don't do tactical civics, it might be that nobody will. So that's number one. If you're hearing this, it's because every single atom, every single molecule in God's created cosmos, he has control over it. He decrees whatsoever things come to pass. When God says something, it happens. So God has decreed that you're listening to this, all right? So understand, if you don't do it, it might be nobody will. That's number one. Number two, second point. We designed this mission. You're going to hear a lot more from Matt, and you're going to see that this is true. We designed it for civics newbies who have never taught anything or led anything. We designed it for you, okay? Just for you. If you've never taught anything, if you think you, oh, I'm not a teacher, this is designed just for you, okay? Third, you don't have to teach anything. We don't make you teach anything. When you start a chapter, and again, Matt is going to cover this in detail, but all you're doing is presenting. You're presenting material that we give you, that we developed over 66,000 hours, over 13 years, 44 uh, volunteers. We've done the work. We just want you to show it. That's all. You don't sell anything. You tell. Well, we always say, tell, don't sell. You're not going to try to sell anybody anything. God's remnant is there. God has all. God moves hearts. If this is going to be God's movement, we call ourselves missionaries to the Americans. If we're going to be missionaries to the Americans for King Jesus, the high king of all creation, then we're going to do it with the people that he wants. And so he will raise them up. So you don't have to teach anything. You're just going to present materials. And then fourth, all of us start out ignorant of civics. If you say, I don't know civics, I don't know that. How am I going to be teaching the constitution? How am I going to lead a group that does? Look, we all start out ignorant of civics in the Constitution. Well, 999 out of, every, out of every thousand Americans right now is ignorant of civics in the Constitution. Okay, so everybody learns together in each county. You're going to be learning as you teach. That's the best way, by the way, to learn is to teach something. So, And then the fifth thing I hope you take away from this, it's a corollary to that one, is no population on this earth has ever done anything like this. So you can't say, well, what if I get it wrong? Nobody's ever done it. Don't worry. You can't get it wrong. This is the first time any, you know, we're doing this for the first time. Nobody has ever tried this. Not Heritage Foundation, not the NRA, not the, you know, Cato Institute, not Hillsdale College, not all the big, you know, Constitution Appreciation courses. Uh, there's hundreds of them. Uh, they've never done anything like this. This is action in your county on the ground for the rest of your life. So. Remember, if you don't stand up, maybe nobody will. Second, this is designed for people who have never taught anything. 
Third, you're not going to teach anything. You're just going to present everything that we give you. Fourth, we're all ignorant of the Constitution when we start out. So don't worry about that. And fifth, no population on Earth has ever done this. And by the way, no other population than ours. We're going to talk about grand jury again here in a second. No other population than ours can do this. They don't have the, con- the written constitution to do it, and they don't have the small c personal heart constitution to do it like Americans do. We are gifted by God. I don't know why we're so special, because we know morally and ethically we're certainly not special. There are people all over the world better than us, but God has given us this thing through our founders and our the people long dead. We have to take care of it. So just like talk radio, uh, voting, if you think voting, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, we got to vote in better people and all that. Just like, well, I got to listen to talk radio every day. If you're not listening to Sons of Liberty, uh, there are very, very few people, very few people in this country like Bradley and Tim. They're just so few because those men pay a high price for doing what Bradley and Tim are doing. So you have to do this in your county. You have to become the voice of sanity and the person that people say, oh, you want to know how to fix it? Do you feel really bad like I do? Guess what? I just joined Tactical Civics. I want you to come to our meeting just so you can see we do have a way out of this. And in every county, we want to have that person who knows, who understands and says, hey, I don't have all the answers. But the staff at Tactical Civics does, and I'm learning real fast. So you want to come to our meetings, and you just start. That's what you do. So we have over uh, – Matt can tell you exactly. We have over 2,000 users. We have over 300 new county chapters, or about 300. Uh, more people joining every hour. So uh, in 46 states from Alaska to Florida, we're, we're helping people. We're helping Americans to just – Okay, grab this thing. Don't look at all the details. Don't don't go chasing after all the problems every every morning because you're going to go crazy. We can take our civilization back. We need a plan. Okay, we have a plan. It's full spectrum. Okay, now we need an action plan. So, okay, what do I do? How do I do? Like Tim just said, what do I actually do? Okay, we show you that. We show you what you do every day, every hour if you want. So, the only lawful, the only peaceful way to take this society, this, this civilization back from the orcs <laughs> is by using the constitutions, uh, two institutions that we, the people, put into our highest law, which is the grand jury and the militia. Now, we've done shows with Tim on just the grand jury. We've done shows on just the militia. Um, but the, I guess what, ha- what has happened with the militia movement, if I can call it a movement, um, a lot of times I call it a hobby. It's, a, it's, it's just a large hobby like bass fishing or whitewater rafting or, you know, whatever, skydiving. The militia movement has, in some cases, has made a joke out of the constitutional militia. Now, there are many militia groups uh, they're not technically constitutional militia, but they are good men. They are do- trying to do things by the best lights they have, and they are stand-up guys. But when we, John Lazorik, uh, is our militia guy. He started. He wrote a book called American Militia 2.0. Uh, 
It is the definitive book on militia. It's only 120 pages long. It's available for free. If you're, if you're a member of Tactical Civics, you can buy it at, at, uh, uh, at Amazon right now for, I think it's $6 or five. I think it's $5, but $4.99, whatever. It's not much. And uh, so you see it there on the screen, American Militia 2.0 and American Militia Man's Handbook. And that book is the definitive text all in one place on the history and the law and the, the whole tie-in with the grand jury and operational, a bunch of stuff on operational stuff for your actual militia unit, how to do it, everything in there, all in 120 pages or so. So we publish, that's part of a three-part series that is our field handbook, kind of all three in one. And Matt Maida wrote volume one uh, of that, the Brown book. That's the first volume of the three pieces of our field handbook. And that volume one just teaches you how to run a cha- how to start a chapter and how to run a chapter. So that's volume one of the field handbook. And then volume two of the field handbook, uh, uh, the, and, and there it is on the screen right there. That's Matt's. So that's our first volume of the field handbook. So if you want to know, how do I do this? How do I actually do this? And you, you couldn't hear us on the radio or whatever. Here it is. Matt Maida has written the book on how to start and run your chapter. Volume two of the field handbook, it's entitled Grand Jury Awake. It's the green book. Uh, that's the one that I wrote. Um, and that one, is, it took me a long time. It was a very hard book to write. I've written 10 books. This was the hardest one to write, and yet it's the smallest one. Um, because there is so little information that is easily available, you have to really dig. The legal industry has tried its best to kill the last grand jury in the world, and that's us. The United States, we have, these 50 states have the last grand jury uh, system left in the world. So grand jury is where, uh, and in grand jury awake, but I, I tell you, like, uh, Matt did with volume one, how to run a chapter like John did with volume three, how to run a how to start and run a militia. In volume two, I tell you, A, what is the grand jury? B, how do you serve on a grand jury if you're if your county, if in your county, nobody uh, helps you. So we have a um, we have an ordinance, a grand jury ordinance, and we have a militia ordinance. They are both county level ordinances that we that our tactical civics chapter. Once you have enough people in your chapter, this is not something you do up front, folks. This is where we're headed. This is what we're trying to do. But it's not one of the first things you do. It's maybe years away. It's maybe at least many months away. Uh, You have to have your chapter has to be big enough to where you can fill your county commissioners or your county you know, supervisor, whatever they call it in your state, uh, you can fill that meeting room with David, your people. David, let me interrupt here just a second. I, I appreciate the overview because I think people do need to understand it's not just, okay, let's install a grand jury and let's install a militia and we're good to go and we're going to fix this. There there has to be some understanding of how that works. So I'm, I'm appreciative of you bringing up this issue of the books and things. And we're going to have links, guys. The books are fairly small. They're not like, you know, you go and grab a Jonathan Edwards, you know, his sermons that are like that thick. Uh, it's not anything like that. They're very simple, uh, easy to digest kind of reads. I think I read two of them on on the plane 
years ago coming back from uh, SHOT Show. Uh, so I read two two of David's books. Uh, the the blood was the bloodless um, this bloodless liberty that yeah, one, that this was the first Lib- book I wrote yeah. yeah that one and the one that you followed up with and so they're they're easy to read um, and they're they're simple to understand they're not filled with a bunch of you know big word jargon that you're going to have to be having your dictionary out with you to do so <clears throat> here's the thing that I'm seeing David. I don't know if you're familiar with a guy by the name of uh, Professor David Clements. He's been kind of at the forefront or been brought to the forefront of uh, helping in a lot of these audits and things. He's a former prosecutor. He's a professor at the University of New Mexico, I believe is the place he's at. He's been on the show a couple of times, and they started just a simple thing that I think could be a tremendous training ground for this because you already have people involved in this audit process in the various states. And they've got them in each state. And he said, just when we announced it, there was like 100,000 people that wanted to be a part of doing something with that and getting an audit in their state. That's just on the election part. I'm thinking if we can love that, if we could harness that in here to not just be about an election, but about every piece of corruption, every violation of the law, that would be tremendous. And so that's that's what we're going to talk about next. Tim, you are the God's man for this hour. Okay. You, he's been apparently preparing you for years. We can't do what you can do. In other words, now that you're stepping in as an active member of tactical civics, you are the, the voice, uh, you are the, the national person who can put things together. We can't do that. We're not that kind of celebrity. We don't have that kind of celebrity reach. You oh, do. Please. I am uh, not a celebrity. Here's, well, <laughs> no celebrity reach. Notice, I said you're not. You don't play celebrity. You're. You just have the reach that that uh, some celebrities have. So let let's talk about this uh, steal because it's the largest and the the most fundamental crime in American history, other than. Lincoln's crime, which was a tripartite crime. We've talked about that on this show, on your shows many times before. If you, okay, let, let's do this hypothetical that, uh, that uh, uh, Steve Bannon has been doing for many months. He says, uh, well, you know, what if uh, they get Trump in there again by not having to wait for 2024, but by just winning the House back and winning the Senate more strongly back in 2022. And then the House appoints Trump as House Speaker because the U.S. House majority can elect anybody to be Speaker of the House. The Constitution doesn't require the Speaker of the House be a member of Congress. So just a president, just like a president can uh, can appoint anybody as a Supreme Court justice. They don't have to be a judge for a president to appoint them as a justice. It doesn't say they'll be confirmed, but um, so, and by the way, speaking of which, <laughs> all all three of Trump's Supreme Court picks, folks, notice. Yep, you see what closet they are. liberals. Yep, closet liberals. So, and and I told <laughs> told people that that was happening, and I know you did. Um, you can, folks, you cannot look to presidents to save this country. You can't. If you're not looking to the high king, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jesus Christ, high king of all creation. If you're not saying, okay, wait a minute, 
didn't Trump say in his inaugural speech that he was going to give all the power back to us because it's really our power? And, and I was, boy, I was, you know, fist pumping the air when Trump said that. Well, but he never did it. Trump right. was, you know, he was being a politician. Absolutely. So, well, David, are, hang, hang on. He, Let, let's, let's not get off on that just too much because right. we've, okay, we've done so, that enough so to say speed. that that D.C. is not the solution. The people are the solution, and, and they're locally they're the solution, not D.C. And you and I okay, have had the conversation the only- about Lincoln, and I think that's where everybody's vision began to turn to start to turn, away, you know, from the local and the state powers – the sovereignty that they have as as states as 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 uh, individual ne- countries, if you will, and right, it's gone to yep. yeah, it, it's gone to D.C. And so when when we talk about this issue here, and I want to bring Matt in. Matt's gotten up early and he's sitting and listening <laughs> through all this. So Matt, if you want to chime in too, but what's some things here that people need to do? Because yeah, I did title this uh, a grand jury, and some people want to know. What does the grand jury do, and how would we go about starting to form this? You say we need so many people within a county to establish that. What's uh, how, about how many people are we looking at? And then not only do you have to get them, but then you have to kind of you, you have to educate them with the civics, like what you said before. What's some things that we can do with that? I don't know if you or Matt want to chime in on that. Well, I was just going to get to that because okay. if you have all of these people who have been working, all of these very big lawyers who have been working with Trump over the years uh, and, and uh, now have all of the, you've got uh, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, Peter Navarro, Mike Lindell, and others digging up all of this information. And if you get all of these things done in the States, look, when you have an audit done, what you're doing is you're generating material that would be called a presentment that you give to grand juries. In other words, all it is is evidence. If people think that, that these, that these uh, uh, audits are an end in themselves, an audit won't do anything. That's right. Yes, you need it. You have to have it. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't get the bad guys. So to get the bad guys, you have to have a grand jury. And people say, well, how do I do that? And where do I do? Okay. We're starting off. We have a a project called Operation Soft Target. We pick soft targets. That is a small, nondescript county. We say, okay, we want to figure out where to start grand juries first to go get the the, uh, election steal people. How do we do? do Okay, Operation Soft Target says, all right, here's what you do. Get a map of your state, a judicial map of your state showing the judicial districts. And in one judicial district, you look for all the little nondescript counties that nobody's looking at, but that happen to be in the same judicial district with a bit one, one of the big blue blobs, you know, a big corrupt county that perpetrated the steal. Okay. So if a grand jury can find be seated in that judicial district and you have to go to the judge of that district and you have to uh, uh, demand essentially to that judge. You're not asking for anything because the grand jury is the equivalent of the judge. So you're, you're essentially uh, com- uh, not commanding, but instructing the judge, hey, we need a grand jury because here's what we have. And the judge impanels you, and now you're going to have a grand jury. Uh, you get picked. You don't get to pick yourself. People who have these grand jury j- groups that they form themselves, eh, sorry, folks, you can't do that. 
That is not constitutional. That is not the way it's done. Okay. You have so, to be. So let me ask something for clarification here. So if you're a person, let's say that you're one of these people with the audit thing from uh, Professor Clements, and you go right. in your county and you have this documentation that there has been right. election fraud that's Evidence. gone on, and you go to yep. a judge in your county and you say, I mean, do you have to have any kind of legal paperwork that you're doing here? Or do you say, look, we've no, got this mountain no. of evidence here. Here's here. what you do. Can you, okay. can you do this for you're us? You're talking about a, pre- a presentment. What yeah. is a presentment and how legal does it have to be? And all? Here's what a presentment is. A presentment can be a bloody shirt. You can walk up with a bloody shirt and say, this is what happened to my son last night. At, you know, So a person in the community says, I think there's been a serious crime. And it has to be a felony crime to even fall within the grand jury's uh, uh, aegis. So a felony is being committed. Somebody says that a felony is being, let's say you don't even know if a crime has been committed. Let's say it's not as bad as the election steal. It's something that somebody thinks and they have some evidence. Well, bring the evidence to the grand jury. How do you do that? Here's what we're trying to do, Tim. We have an, a, a county level grand jury ordinance. It's a, it's a model ordinance that we give you that you go before your county uh, uh, commissioners or whatever they call them in your state. And you say, we want that. We want you to pass this ordinance that shows that from now on, this County is going to have a web page on your formal website of the County where anybody can present evidence and they will be protected because nobody will see it and it will all be secret. So 26 California counties already do this, believe it or not. There are 26 Counties in California who for more than 40 years have had a website, uh, have had a, a, a presence in their county, and now they all have websites. So now we're trying to take that model and say, okay, every county should have this. It does two things. Number one, you get on that website of your county and it says grand jury right there. Oh, there's a box that says grand jury. And you click and it, it says, do you want to sign up to serve on the next grand jury? And you can do that. You can volunteer for grand jury. Or do you have a a tip to give the grand jury uh, of a crime that you think is being committed? Please submit it here. Those are the two things that every county in America should have. Why should we not be able to have a grand jury here from the public without having to go through the sheriff or the judge or the DA? Who, by the way, one or more of them or all three of them might be bent. So if you have bad people in government and that's what you're trying to do is get the bad people who are in government, where do you start if you have to go through them? See, so the county needs to have by the citizens themselves, the citizens themselves have to get this done. You have to bring it before your county government and say, you will do this because this is our law enforcement. Read the Constitution, Articles 5, I mean, uh, Amendment 5 and 7 of the Constitution it here it demands grand jury. We don't ever have grand juries in our county. When was the last grand jury in our county? None of us remembers. And so you say, we want it now. So we give you the stuff. Your chap the tactical civics chapter walks in and you say, We have an ordinance here. We have Matt Mida will work with you and work with your team, your your web developer. Uh, and it might not be Matt, it might be somebody working under Matt, but our tech people will work with you to develop the web page on your website to, to have what those 26 counties right now in California have. So that's what we're doing. We're giving you a way to do that. Now, what happens when you 
get this stuff. Let's say somebody like the guy you're talking about brings you this, you know, red rope file that's six inches thick that's got all this uh, evidence. And you say, well, first, how much of that evidence applies to my county? Because that's the only place that I have jurisdiction that we as a, as a panel, as an inquest, uh, have jurisdiction. So you, you can only look at evidence that has to do with your jurisdiction. So every county, 3,141 places in this country, in this whole republic, in this whole list of 50 small countries, states, every county has to do its own. Yep. Trump and Trump's lawyers and the, the, uh, the uh, attorney general of the United States and all these big shot lawyers wanting to do national case, eh, you can't do that. Election law in these United States is state That's law. right. Yeah, now, so David, we, David, let me interrupt here because I'm going to have to hold you guys over because I want to get Matt in here. <laughs> he's gonna, yep. he, he, He's been on here for a while, and I want to hold you guys over if that's okay. We're about two minutes uh, from closing out the radio show, so I want to let people on Red State Talk Radio know, look, we're, we're going to finish this on the other side of the break. We may go a few minutes or we may go half an hour. I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see where that goes because we're going to have you guys back on tomorrow. But uh, w- this is one of the things that I've seen – and I think with you explaining some stuff uh, here this morning, I see now why it isn't going anywhere. When you're saying you're getting all these guys out, you can have this symposium that was out there. You can show all this evidence and a thing, and then you can go into court and you can file these things. But you're not really accomplishing what needs to be accomplished, which needs to be at the grassroots. I hate using that term, but the, the point is down where level. the – Yeah, the county level. And, That's right. And where the people are not – you know, doing the stuff themselves, they're waiting on somebody else to do it for them. But there are people who are chomping at the bit to have justice brought in this country because they see the corruption. It's in their face. It isn't even it isn't even acting like, oh, we made a mistake here. It's it's trying to they, they want justice. They just don't know how about getting it. And I think that, that uh, you know, I knew the first time, David, when you gave me sort of the outline of where you wanted to go with it, I said, well, this is great because people can latch onto this, they can learn from it, and then they can be, to borrow a, a phrase that I don't necessarily want, they can be the change that they that they say they want, and they can be the ones who bring that about. And I think that's what tactical civics does, and I, I think that's um, you know really why I brought you on for that knowledge to give to people. So what we're going to do here, we've got about 20 seconds in. I'm just going to go ahead and let people know. You can check out uh, David... His site there, tacticalcivics.com, tacticalcivics.com. And he's also got americaagain.net, which uh, you can look at too. But the main one you want to go to is tacticalcivics.com. Check out what's going on there. There's an app as well. And um, you can be a part of that and learn how to do this in your county. And they're going to be there to help you. They're going to be there to walk you through it. Guys, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then, Lord willing, we'll be back with David and Matt in the morning, 6 a.m. See ya. Okay, all right. We want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Again, the website is tacticalcivics.com. And, uh, David, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but but I do want to bring Matt in here. Because, Matt, you sat there the whole show, brother. You were patient. Yep. You got up early and everything. What, what, do you, what can you add to the conversation here? Because, again, some people go, okay, well, I, I'm hearing all the stuff you're saying 
And I know we need to get them into the situation where they're learning all of the civics so they've got a big picture and then start dealing with the uh, the smaller piece. It, you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. You're gonna That's you're right. gonna build the outside of it because it's got the straight edges. You're gonna do that, and then you start filling it in. And I know that's got to be done. But along the lines of this this grand jury and things, um, from what I'm hearing from David, yeah. he's basically saying you're not having to go through a judge or this that, and the other. You can go through the representatives you have as as a as a county councilor or, or such to have this put on the website for the community, uh, not not an individual website, but for whatever the, the community or the county government website is, mm-hmm. how how does that work? And then, okay, let's say, how would you distinguish between, I don't know, let's say you get somebody who's involved in Antifa or a Black Lives Matter in your community, or they come in and they say, well, I want to do this, and they start targeting people who are actually trying to do the right thing. How does that get distinguished once it's once they come up with their quote unquote evidence versus somebody who may come in with uh, you know election fraud kind of stuff, how is how does that get distinguished? Who sets up once that evidence is there? How is the grand jury established as that? Is that a judge that does that? Is that a county council that does that? How, how does that work? Right. So so David you know spoke about the, the book that he wrote grand jury awake right and so that ha- you know you want to read that book first uh, that will answer a majority of the questions you have about that, that process. And, you know, that gets into the nuts and bolts of how uh, the grand jury, as we're saying it should be, as it was at the beginning of the, the founding of this country was operating. Right. And it has operated for a thousand years, as David said. Um, but, you know, you get lost in the details with that. So let me, let me just take you, take you back a little bit because, you know, the, 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 the vote steal, Right. We have this evidence, like you said, Tim, people are like are demanding something get done about this, right? Somebody needs to do something about that. That somebody is you, that somebody is us in your county. So that's that's the first change of perspective you have to have uh, is that who needs to take action? Us. That's the only ones that are going to be successful with this because we let this go the way it's going. Nothing is going to be done. And this is typical politics at the D.C. level and statewide. They, they, they get everybody riled up and they go on some initiative. And then you look back on it and you're like, nothing was done. Trump says he's going to give the power to the people. He's going to change things. You look back. Did much get done? Not much other than infighting and, and that sort of thing. Well, so the globalist agenda got pushed forward the same, well, same direction go. it was. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. So, so, and we were focusing on Trump. He's going to do something. Oh, they're, they're looking at all this vote evidence. They're going to do something. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, it's going to wind up the same way. If we don't take control, we are the sovereigns. Uh, we, we are the, when, when we founded this country, the, the, the founding fathers were very brilliant in how they put this government together. We, the people, created this government, right? And when things are not getting done and, and at every level we have corruption, we need to rise back up again uh, to our hey, rightful sovereign position, right? <laughs> hey, Matt, can mm-hmm. I break in here? Yep. While you're talking, Tim, do you have that infographic that I sent you on the hierarchy of government? Kind of a gold bronze plaque looking thing. I do. Let me. I've. uh, It looks like a bronze plaque. It's a square. Yeah, I remember it. Uh, 
I'm just I'm having to look talking for it. Because, yep, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Because you're going to see a horizontal line that goes right through the middle of that, and Matt can just kind of talk you through. Right. That is tape. That infographic, by the way, took us a long time to develop, and it is a very, very powerful teaching tool for you, the listener, if, you're, if you decide to step up and start a tactical civics chapter, this is going to be one of the most important pieces of information that you get and that you put out, and you can use it to teach from. So Matt will show you here in a minute how that works, and, and- it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. And today, you know, we talked, David talked a lot about the high level, there are goals. Uh, this is what we're going to do. And I know everyone's in their mind saying, well, that sounds great, but how do you actually do it? And tomorrow uh, is where, you know, I, I'm going to step up and kind of give you a direction on exactly what it is that you want to want to do. Uh, there's, there's another one that kind of shows, um, you know, yeah, that's, how- the, that, that's where it all went wrong. That is an 1864 uh, 1862, uh, a, a Jewish uh, Freemason attorney turned everything upside down and, and said, see, the president goes right on top and he's like an emperor and all the states are the little piglets down on the bottom. And that's what that is. Uh, that's N. Mendel Schaefer okay. uh, created an artwork that got everything just exactly backward. It's the other graphic. It, it is also square and gold, uh, shiny, the one over on the right. Uh, for that one, I think it's that one right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah that one. That's what we need. This is what it should be. Make that. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and so, okay, remember, Matt. Yeah. So remember what I was saying about when, when you know we have corruption at every level. Uh, we need to return. We we need to step up and exercise uh, our power over the beings, the, the the creatures we created, the offices we created in the Constitution, right? And so that is that is what our our mission is is to educate people once again because we've we've got to the point where everybody thinks their job is to vote and that's it, right? Uh, no, that that is that is not all we do. And and so we are teaching how we use the grand jury, how we use the militia to restore order. Those are our two law enforcement mechanisms that we have, very unique in the world, only. America has that at, at this point. Uh, so we're, we're, we're positioned to restore things. We just need to know how, right? And that's what our mission is all about, mostly education. Uh, and then we, we show you in detail how to implement this, right? So just going back to the vote still, right? So everybody's like, we need to do something. Well, no, turn that back on us. We need to do something. Well, what do you need to do? Okay. You, you don't have to know the, the ins and outs all the way through this. You start with launch your tactical civics chapter, right? That's the first thing you have to do. Once you get a tactical civics chapter in place and you start growing your chapter, how many people do we need to get this done? Half of 1%. That's what we say. So look at your population of your county. Take 1% of that. That's real easy to do, the 1%. Divide that in half. Ultimately, that's what we think you need to have to get the solution implemented. Okay, it's so not very many people. Yeah, so so let's let's take uh, what Dave was talking about. There are under ten. There's thirty one thousand counties in uh, the United States that yep. have under ten thousand people. So let's just round it off to ten, and you've got one percent. That's what a uh, hundred people. Yep. So so then half of that. All you need is fifty people to make this happen. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, in in, yeah. no, in no, no, no. most of the counties. You're, you're, is that, 
you're you're mixing you're mixing uh, uh, okay uh, segments there. What what we have thirty one thousand communities of under ten thousand people. I see. So if you have, let's say in your county, now you're looking at counties because yeah. we do a county level a county level uh, chapter. So your chapter, let's say your county has. Uh, Oh, I don't know, 15,800 people in it. Let's say it's a very small, sparsely uh, populated county out west, and you've got 15,800 people in it. Uh, You divide that by 200, one out of every 200, half of 1%. You would need 79 people in your chapter to have half of 1%. Now, here's what we do. We look at the state-level actions that we're going to have to take and the county-level actions that we're going to have to take. So in that county of 15,800 people, you got this little county courthouse where they meet, and it's um, really not very big, and any given meeting might have six or eight people from the community attending. If it's a really hot issue, there might be as many as, I don't know, 50, and that would really be a full house. Well, your chapter would end up – now, this is – at mature stage, this isn't right up front, but at mature stage, you're shooting for half of 1% or 79 people. In other words, you'd have the biggest crowd that that county government has ever seen. Uh, and, and they're ready to deploy at any time and they're ready to show up at any event. So when we say half of 1%, it's a lot more people than you think. It's a lot. And now take it to the state level. You know, if South Carolina, well, let me use Texas because I know the numbers, uh, or at least I kind of know the numbers. We have about 29 million people in our state. Well, if you take half of 1% of that, that's going to be 145,000 people. So all of our all of our tactical civics chapters in the whole state together, when they would get together at in Austin for an event to try to push something through, We'd have 145,000 people. Now, they won't all show up at an event, so let's say half. Half show up. Half can make it to Austin. Well, yeah, but if you're going to go to Austin, you're going to take at least one person with you. You're not going to go alone. And so you're back up to the 140. Let's say you take one person average. You're going to have over 145,000 people showing up at the state capitol. That is a huge horde. And if you're there and you're not just a horde with pitchforks, but you're people with an actual plan, for instance, the first time we do something at the state level, it's going to now not in your state because South Carolina has already voted yes. Uh, Already in 1789, I think, uh, 1788, South Carolina already voted yes. And 11 uh, other states, too. And and 10 others. 10 others. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. There were 11, but, but, uh, um, who was it? One of them, uh, uh, Del- not Delaware. I forget. Connecticut. Connecticut didn't get their paperwork sent in in time, and it stayed in the basement. Whatever. But your state is already done. So you guys have done it. Thank God. <laughs> so has North Carolina and uh, Virginia. Uh, and and so- David, let me let me chime in on that. These people who are pushing for this Article Five convention. One, they don't know what they're asking for, and they're li- and I think they're deceiving the people about that. This is something. That is already there. It's already in the works. We already have the the s- several states that have ratified it, and all it all they need to do is 
get the get tw- what 26 27, 27 more other states to ratify you don't have to have a constitutional convention or any of this right you break up the right. monopoly you you do it you do something that that i really like about that and that is even if all those people go to washington for a session or whatever even if they did can you imagine the lobbyists trying to lobby 6,500 people? There's just no way they can do it. I just don't see that they can do that. And so you're breaking it up in a situation to where, uh, you know, Professor Clements, again, when he was on the show, he says, you know, you're always going to find where there's going to be some bit of corruption somewhere. And that just takes into the, the fact that uh, that men are you know, totally depraved. I mean, and we, we're not as bad as we can be, and that's due to the grace of God restraining us. But the fact of the matter is we're always going to be dealing with it. What we want to do is put things in place to limit that degeneracy from coming out, that corruption from coming out. And when it does rear its ugly head, we want the tools in place. And I think this is what we're talking about, about grand juries, militia, and stuff like this, is to smack it down to bring real justice to it, not the criminal uh, you know, prison system, but real biblical kind of justice, justice like our forefathers brought uh, in the states, and we want we want to have that in place to do, and that so that's why we're uh, bringing you know David and Matt on to talk about these things because they've been doing it. David, let me let me or let me ask this to Matt since we haven't given Matt that much time. How many chapters uh, in different counties do you guys have going on now uh, under Tactical Civics? Yeah, I think uh, I think we were Dave was mentioned over three hundred. We're in we're in the two hundred range right now. So okay. we've got in the in the U.S. we've got three thousand one hundred and forty one counties, and we're over two hundred counties. We have a, a chapter in, in 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 those counties, right? So we have a long way to go. We're in phase one, which is you know we, we talk about all these solutions, but first you have to have the people to That's do right. it. You have yep. to get the support in your county. So we 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 have a huge. Uh, way to go, but we're growing fast. Uh, and this is something I, I was going to talk about tomorrow, but you know, the, the training center that we mentioned we have, we just launched that in January. So between January and now, what are we, August 19th, right? We have created that many, over 200 chapters have started. One individual is all it takes just to launch in your county. Hmm. So we, we are growing uh, uh, very fast, uh, very fast rate. We have, you know, um, multiple P, you know, uh, you know, uh, 20 or so people joining each day. Sometimes it will jump up to 50 a day or joining. Uh, so it is, and this is the right time. This is a, this is, we just happened to put our training center in place at the right time when, when, you know, big tech was kicking people off Facebook and, you know, that's where we were. Um, and, and we just put it in at the right time in the right place. So, um, you know, we need growth, and that's the you're not going to get anything done by one person in a county. Uh, so, yeah, and let's let's add too that this is a very biblical thing. You know, you've talked about the history there, but uh, we see in the Old Testament uh, that there would be the people who would sit in the gates and they would judge things that had came up that that came up. They they were the ones who do that, and we've talked about the church being involved. You know, a lot of people think that's just, you know, a missionary type work and stuff. And, and there is a mission to be done. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, Jesus says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And I think of the same thing, the gates, and how we're to be those who go and stand in the gates. We're to be those who are upholding God's law before those who are representing us and calling them to obey it. And I think this is 
uh, the, at least the big picture that I see of what, what you've done here, David, is to flesh that out to, because we've long forgotten how to do that. I mean, even myself, I, I, you know, we, we've never seen it. We've never seen anybody do it. And if we haven't seen anybody do it, we got some light to where we kind of see how it used to be done. And we've got an idea of how to go there. You, you've put that forth. But I, I think this is very important for Christians who say, okay, I don't care anything about politics. Well, first, I think all of this is a call to repentance. It's a change of mind. We've got to renew our minds, as Paul says. And we've got to get as as what the mind of God. God is a just God. He's not a God who just winks at sin and lets it go, which is transgression of the law. He is one who brings justice on it, and oftentimes he is doing that through his ministers, Romans 13. Um, and in our case here in America, those ministers are basically us. We're the ones who have to bring that about, uh, demonstrating that we are people who believe God and what he said to do. So I, I see it as, a, as not just a historical thing. We, we, I, think, I think it's a very biblical thing as well. If you can very quickly put up uh, the cover of uh, Mission to America, Tim, that is what that little booklet is all about. That is a seven-week crash course in tactical civics. It is that book you see there, Mission to America, seven-week crash course in tactical civics, is what we start people off with. And again, Matt's going to talk about this tomorrow as he goes through the whole gut of running a chapter. But you hold seven meetings in a row, and if you're doing it weekly, which we recommend, then seven weeks in a row you study this book. In chapter one, in lesson one of the book, we start off with exactly what you just said, Tim. Where we we begin uh, with, uh, oh no, lesson one is is the introduction. So we tell you what this is all about in lesson one. But in lesson two, in the second week uh, of that book, we tell you, uh, oh, and at the end of every chapter, we have. Uh, questions for for discussion for the group. So whether it's two of you in the room or three or four, and you're having this in your church, by the way, a lot of people use this book in their churches. This is where they're using Mission to America. But in lesson two, it's called Applying Romans 13. And we talk about, all right, who is the higher authority? According to Romans 13, when you apply it to our constitutional system, our, our way of government here in these United States, well, it is everyone serving on grand jury and everyone serving in militia. We are the sword that you bear that the Lord has has ordained to bear against the evildoer. So, and the Constitution is the rule by which we bear that sword. So, it's it's beautiful. I mean, we have the only working system left, but is it left in the world? But is it working? No, it's not. We're all sitting here. Well, not we. <laughs> Our group is working hard. But you are going to learn how to teach other people, how to show other people where help comes from. Yes, the Lord is doing this. Yes, the Lord is, is helping us. But how is he helping? How does the church come alive again? We show you in Mission to America over seven weeks. When you finish that course, you go, wow. <laughs> you are empowered. As a Christian, you say, now I see what I'm going to do the rest of my life. I'm right. going to take responsibility. I know how to take responsibility. And we even That's have a tactical. Matt- uh, we have a tactical civics for pastors book that you can give your pastor. Uh, also, yes. that, that that educates him on what he should be doing 
to restore this republic. Well, I got to tell you guys, speaking of pastors, people have I, I Bradley said uh, somebody called and says, oh, I'm you know, my sister, somebody is in your area. Uh, they're looking for a good church and stuff. And so they wanted to know where I went to church. So I told them, but uh, they've often people have asked me about my own pastor. Now, we're at a, a fairly new church. It's right here in our community, but it's been around since before the Revolutionary War. It spawned off about 22 churches, I think, in the area across North and South Carolina. And uh, so they're, they're, they're people who, who are doers, not just you know hearers. And uh, so we're going to bring my pastor on probably next week, and we're going to talk about this foundation of um, how American government got put into place is basically based off of what we know as Presbyterianism. And so we're going to have him come on and talk about some some things. So I, I want to toss that out to people because some people have asked, you know, who do you sit under and this, that, and the other? Well, I won't sit under anybody <laughs> who doesn't take the Bible and go verse by verse, chapter by chapter through a book, staying in context, keeping him in line so that when he speaks, he speaks the word of God. Um, so you guys, that'll be a little treat for you. Uh, for next week. Guys, I want to wrap things up here. Are there any final words that either one of you want to uh, give? And what I'll do is I'll toss it over to you, Matt, uh, final words for today, and then we'll get with you tomorrow. And then David, if you want to follow right behind Matt. Uh, sure. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I, I think uh, David did a, a good job of giving you an overview of what our mission is. And David can summarize that here in, in just a minute. I'll, I'll tell you to, to stick with us for uh, tomorrow's episode because I'll be telling you in detail exactly how to do this. This is what you don't know, what no other organization out there is telling you. They tell you the problem, and they tell you, go do this and go do that, but they don't give you the full, comprehensive, full-spectrum solution. And that's what we have. And tomorrow I'm going to do my best to kind of summarize it for you to know how to get started. So thanks for having us. Yeah, great, great. Thank you. David? Yeah, the last thing I'll say is – Similar to what you say every day, brother. God is doing things in this world, and if we're part of what he, if we bring ourselves along to be part of what God is doing in the world, we cannot fail. So watch what God is doing. Follow Christ. If you don't follow Christ, you're lost anyway. Um, so we're all about that. That our mission, we are missionaries to the American people. If you want to be one of us, Keep following Tim. Tim is going to do this thing, and we're going to watch him and he and his son-in-law, and South Carolina is going to start blossoming. We really thank you uh, for taking us under your wing, Tim, all these years, and uh, can't wait to come back, and I can't wait to come back tomorrow and listen to Matt. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it, too. A lot of people in uh, the chat are you know, saying they're excited about that. They're already, <laughs> some of them are already gearing up to join and they and I know some of them have have heard you before. So what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to do this. I'm going to make sure that in the archive we've got some links to the books. We've got links to the uh, the, the the website here that you can join. I think it's like. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think it's like uh, if you want to be a part of it because you're getting all the information, you're getting the people join in, and that guys, it costs money. It's but it's like what five bucks a month or something. It's nothing. It's basically to keep the website going and all that other stuff, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, four ninety nine a month. Okay, and uh, that's it. Okay, all right. But understand, folks. David has, and I don't want to. I don't want to talk about his personal stuff. But he's poured a lot of his own money into this thing over the years, and he's poured a lot of his time into all these things. He'll give you the books for free if you're if you're a part of that. 
Uh, if not, you can pick them up at Amazon. I'll have links for all of that to where you guys can go and get the information. Matt, if you and David will hang on, I'll say goodbye to you after I close out the show. Don't forget Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be back with David and Matt in the morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing. And we're going to cover this issue on the militia. Uh, you know, for some reason, over the past year, that's just really kind of sunk into me that, boy, we're, you, you've got people who are mad at corrupt cops. You've got people who are mad at corrupt politicians. You're, you think one guy is going to solve the problem, and they're not. And we want justice, but we haven't been taught how to get it. And what we're giving you over these couple of days here is how to get justice, how to bring about justice, because justice is what guards our liberties. If you don't have justice, guess what? You ain't having no liberties. You can be free of mind, but you're not going to have any liberties because they're going to come get taken from you. But I'm, I'm telling you, right now is a time for us to stand up and to do this. And when I say stand up, I don't mean go out and protest. I mean, stand up and do what's required of us. And so this, these couple of shows and what they do at Tactical Civics are going to teach you how to do that. And uh, very thankful that uh, in God's providence that David and I met, and I'm glad to see this thing finally flourishing. I know that excites David as well. You guys don't miss again, Bradley, and we'll see you in the morning. Adios.